Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As we were standing in the corridor, Mrs. Stephen suddenly passed by and exclaimed in horror. God, do all students at this school really dress like this? She rushed to me and grabbed my hand. Ella, you're wearing a skirt that's too short. It's not appropriate for school. What? But we've been dressing like this, like, forever. Shh. No more words. That's how I got a warning note from the principal. It's so absurd. It was the start of a fight between me, Ella, the famous cheerleader at the school, and Mrs. Stephen, the new principal, a woman with very old-fashioned way of dressing. The new principal introduced an unprecedented rule. From today, all students must wear uniforms and all are prohibited from wearing revealing clothes to school. Anyone who fails to comply is subject to a warning or suspension. And worse, that uniform was ugly as hell. It was dark and fully covered our necks and arms, so no one wanted to wear it. Worse than worse, when my cheerleading team was practicing for the rehearsal, the music suddenly stopped. From outside came Mrs. Stevens' voice. Stop! 
You're disqualified because the cheerleader's skirt is too short. After saying that, she coldly left. I hurriedly followed her. Wait! The team has trained so hard. You can't just disqualify us so easily. I will not change my mind. Rules are rules. But every other team dresses like that. No. If you want to continue performing in the statewide competition, you have two options. Wear a knee-length skirt or wear pants. But in the end, we had to wear sports pants because long skirts would be very difficult for dancing and juggling. On the day of the competition, the whole hall burst into laughter as my school team wore pants while the other teams wore sexy and colorful outfits. The audience laughed and talked so much that made us anxious and worried. As a result, we couldn't perform well. Not only that, while being nervous, the members couldn't catch my jump, causing me to fall and my ankle got twisted. I got so hurt and angry that after the treatment, I rushed to the principal's office to let her know again how ridiculous the no-revealing clothes rule was. But she didn't seem to care. Soon after, our whole class began to dress freely at school to rebel against the principal. Only Chris, the newly arrived student who always obediently wore their uniform, kept quiet and didn't participate in any rebellion. I asked Chris in surprise, Why don't you join us? Don't you want this absurd rule removed? She replied to my gaze, No, no, it's okay. I'm fine with this. Is she crazy? All of us were losing our minds with that stupid rule and she said she was fine with it? Mrs. Stephens suddenly appeared in my class, pointed at Christ and complimented. Look at Christ. She's an example you should learn from. Those who don't follow the rules will be suspended from school for one week. Gosh! How unbelievable! It was really getting out of hand! On the following days, only Chris was able to come to class. Our infective absence caused outrage throughout the school. On the very day the education inspectorate came to visit, I decided to call for a school-wide protest to humiliate Mrs. Stephan. Everyone was responsive. The night before the protest, I suddenly received a text from Chris. It was a picture of an empty classroom with a message. I will join the protest with you guys. As planned, from early morning, we arranged to meet and lined up at the school gate. Most of the students were wearing freestyle clothes and holding protest signs. Christ also wore a mini skirt and crop top. She seemed a bit scared, so I hugged her encouragingly. Come on, be brave! As soon as Mrs. Stefan let the inspection team in, we simultaneously shouted protest slogans. We want freedom to express ourselves! I could see Mrs. Stephen's face turn shocked when she saw the crowd protesting. I pulled Chris's hand and stepped forward. You see, even your model student couldn't stand your absurdity. As soon as she saw Chris appear in miniskirt, Mrs. Stephen suddenly rushed over, took off her jacket and covered Chris's legs. What are you doing, Chris? Go home! You'll be in danger if you dress like this! I don't want you to be hurt by any boy again! Chris coldly put that jacket off. Mom, calm down. The fact that I was assaulted by those bad guys is because they are evil people, not because I wore a mini skirt. Everyone has the right to wear what they want. Those who are at fault and need to be condemned are always the ones who hurt others, not the victims they hurt. We all went silent after Chris's words. It turned out that she was once harmed by some bad guys when she was wearing a mini skirt. 
because Mrs. Stefan loved her daughter so much, she was haunted and mistakenly believed that girls wearing short skirts was a reason for being assaulted. That's why she created the monstrous rule and demanded all students to wear a full-body uniform. Mrs. Stefan burst into tears. I'm sorry, Christ. I'm sorry, you all. After that, the uniform rule was officially abolished. Then Mrs. Stefan established a juvenile abuse prevention club in our school. There, we can share self-protection skills for girls and teach boys to respect and protect girls as well as weaker people. She came to me and asked <laughs> me to be the club president, but I took Chris's hand. I think Chris is the best fit for this position. Chris smiled and took my hand back. She was really a brave person. Have you ever been fighting against your teacher at school? Let me know in the comments below! One fine day, I came home and there was a burning smell coming from the kitchen. Mom! The soup is on fire! But she was too engrossed in the game. Chill! I'm busy! Can you help me with it? After saying that, she suddenly jumped up. Way to go, Mario! Beat that turtle! Jeez, I'm so fed up with her! Hi, I'm Tina, 16 years old. I live with my brother Dennis and our single mom Beaver. She was already 35, but one day, she suddenly decided to become a professional gamer. Since COVID-19, her company has gone bankrupt. She became unemployed and just stayed at home. One day, when Dennis was playing video games, mom said, Looks fun, let me try it. He grimaced, you're too old for this. Come on, age discrimination is arrogant. Just let me try. Unexpectedly, she continuously won after just a few practices. My brother was extremely surprised and excited. Awesome! Now I have a game buddy! From then on, every night when I was studying, Mom and Dennis's shouting drove me crazy. Even Dennis's friends came to our house to play games with her. Dennis once boasted at me. Mom is very famous. My friends are all fans of her. They even advised her to become a streamer! At that time, I just thought that it was silly and brushed it off. However, one day, my BFF suddenly called me and excitedly said, Look at the Pink Cat channel! Your mom is live streaming! That was unbelievable. She was wearing a pink crop top, a mini skirt, and cat headphones while live streaming. My phone exploded with messages from friends. LMAO, your mom's hot. It's weird, you should stop her. No, I like her style. I immediately ran up to my mom's room, opened the door and shouted, Mom, stop! She hurriedly apologized to the audience with a smile, ended the live stream and angrily turned to me. You ruined it! You are the one who's ruining everything! What I'm doing is absolutely normal! The truth is, she had brought us a significant source of income after becoming a streamer. Everyone happily donated to her, and game companies invited her to advertise their product. I'm grateful for that, but still, it felt so horrible because I was constantly teased at school. Not only that, she was so passionate about gaming that she could sit and play for hours. I had to be the one to cook for all of us, but sometimes she was too busy to even eat with us. I hated it! I hated her over-the-top dressing style and her screams whenever she played games. That night, my brother suddenly got a very high fever. It was so high that he cried a lot. I banged on the door of my mom's room. Mom, Dennis needs to go to the emergency room. My mom called out. What? 
Dennis has a fever. We need to take him to the hospital. I can't hear anything. Wait until I finish this game. I was so angry that I decided to call an ambulance myself and used all my strength to help Dennis to the car. More than an hour later, I received a call from my mom, and she quickly came to the hospital. I sighed. <sighs> Dennis was given emergency treatment. He was diagnosed with a virus in the brain. My mom finally burst into tears. Oh, my poor boy! I'm so sorry. I was angry and hurt. Can't you just return to being our mom? I threw Dennis's medical record in front of her and left in tears. The next day, when I was at a fast food restaurant, I saw the news on the internet. Famous streamer Pink Cat has announced her withdrawal from an important tournament due to personal reasons. On a video, many people from Mom's tournament team went to the hospital to ask about her. They filled the hospital room, which made Dennis extremely tired. She hugged the boy and said, "Please leave. He needs to rest." Then she burst into tears. I'm so sorry I dropped out, but my son is sick and he needs me. To me, family is the most important. Games took away too much of my time for them. I'll retire from being a streamer. That made everyone very angry, but she didn't change her mind. That night, Mom hugged me and Dennis. I'm sorry, my darlings. I've neglected you. I just wanted to earn a bit more so we could have a better life. I hold her hand. I get it, Mom. I'm not mad at you anymore. And something amazing happened to us. Dennis's surgery costs were covered by the donations of other gamers. They organized a tournament to raise funds to help Mum and us through that difficult time. With the encouragement of me and everyone, Mum returned to being a streamer. But she only airs twice a week to spend more time taking care of us. I think my mom is very cool. How about yours? Share your story with me. On my birthday, I panicked when I saw my stepmom wearing the exact same outfit with me. Diana, are you seriously going to dress like me for my birthday? Come on, Oliver. We both look great. Although I tried to convince her, she refused to change into a different outfit. It's so embarrassing. After thinking for a while, I went back to my room, quickly fixed my dress, and added some accessories. Now I look even more beautiful than her. Thought everything would be fine from there, but no. While my friends were taking pictures, she kept trying to take my place. She even took off her jacket to stand out more. What the heck? I pushed Diana away and tried to pose for the cameras. Our battle only ended when she slipped and fell on top of me. Hi, my name is Oliver. Diana is my dad's girlfriend. Over a month ago, she moved in with us. After more than six years since my mom's death, I felt elated when my dad finally dated again. However, having someone move in with us was not easy, especially with someone like Diana. She seemed to have a particular obsession with her looks. Although she was <laughs> nearly 50 years old, Diana still dressed and behaved like a teenage girl. One day, my dad decided to organize a party. To invite all his colleagues to attend. Before it started, Diana unexpectedly asked me to go shopping with her. We're finally going to have a great time. Dad also said it would be a good opportunity for us to get closer, so reluctantly I accepted. 
That day, we went shopping together to choose party dress. After one hour, I finally found a dress that suited me. When I tried it on, I looked unbelievably good. You look amazing! It was made for you! The salesman helped me to zip the lock while constantly praising my appearance. Suddenly, Diana asked to try on that dress. The shocked salesman tactfully suggested she choose another dress that was more suitable because, obviously, the one I was wearing was too childish for her Asian small for her size, but Diana got angry and scolded them because she thought she was being body shamed. At that point, I felt very uncomfortable. I didn't understand why she wanted to be so ridiculously young. But then, because Diana treated me alright and she was my dad's soon-to-be wife, I decided to give her that dress before she lunched at that poor salesperson. On the day of the party, Diana wore that new dress and went with my dad to greet the guests. But somehow, she seemed strange. She looked suffocated and moved with difficulty all the time. Diana, are you alright? Not really. The dress is too tight around my waist. I can't breathe. I told you so. Do you want to change? Nope, I'm fine. I can do it. But disaster struck when my dad took Diana to greet his boss. She held her breath and smiled so naturally. But because my dad and his boss talked way too long, Diana couldn't hold it anymore. She let out a big breath, causing the button on her stomach to snap out. It shot the wine glass, then flew to the chandelier, hit the vase, then flew right into the boss's eyes, sending him falling on his back. Needless to say, he was furious. He covered his dark eye with his hand and left immediately. My dad was very angry and embarrassed by what Diana did. He scolded her so harshly that Diana burst into tears and rushed to her room. Seeing her so sad, I felt very pitiful for her. I decided to pull dad to her room to help them make up. Diana, I'm so sorry for what happened to you, but I don't understand why you keep trying to make yourself look like a young girl. In tears, my stepmom began to confess. Turns out, her previous marriage was ruined because her ex-husband called her old and boring. That's why, when she began to go out with my dad, she tried desperately to dress younger. When she saw that I had a good taste in fashion and was admired by everyone, she tried to imitate me. I just want to be loved. I'm sorry if it caused trouble for everyone. After knowing the truth, Dad and I comforted Diana and advised her to be more confident. We love Diana for who she is, not because of her looks. Diana was so happy to hear that. She gradually became more confident and no longer tried to dress like young girls. I'm glad things are getting better now. Please, just let me know where these two girls are. I need to find them. It's likely they've been kidnapped and are in danger. Not a chance. I had to go down on my knees and ask the manager to find my two companions. They risked their lives to work illegally for money and got into this deadly situation. This is our tale. Before I begin, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our channel. Also, be sure to click the bell so you don't miss any new updates from us. Brad is my name and I'm 27 years old. Tana, 23 years old, and Landy, 25 years old, are two of my hometown buddies. We were all from an impoverished South Asian country, and we were three of thousands of people who were working illegally in America due to human trafficking. We came to America to make money and support our family. We all became workers under the complete control of the trafficking organization. 
we all lived in a rundown house together. A manager would come by once in a while to undertake a routine checkup. It wasn't easy to live so far away from our hometown. Tana and Landy were my only mental support system. We supported and encouraged one another in overcoming life's challenges. We mainly did hourly jobs. If anyone wanted to hire someone to work, they would call our manager and he would send someone. In return, we had to give him a percentage of our payment. When we joined this company, we agreed to abide by a rule. We would not expose our identities. Because we came here illegally and didn't have any legal papers, we had to be very careful in all of our actions to avoid getting into trouble with the government. Tana said that she had a boyfriend at the time, a U.S. citizen. I heard he was a guy who got legal citizenship in the U.S. She was very hopeful in this relationship because if they got married, Tana could use it to naturalize and continue living in this luxurious country. Since then, Tana had been consistently absent due to dating with her boyfriend. We were genuinely happy for Tana and didn't find it strange that she spent the nights outside and didn't return home for days. Tana must keep it a secret from the manager because he would severely punish her for breaking the contract. She could divulge her identity when dating. One day, a number called to hire an hourly maid. They wanted a female, thoughtful and good-looking person because the house owner was quite demanding. With those descriptions, Tana was the best fit. So the manager assigned her to go to the appointed address to start work. That night, Landy and I did not see Tana return from work. We both mm. guessed that she went on a date with her boyfriend as usual. We kept quiet and didn't tell the manager to keep Tana's love affair a secret. A few days later, a number called to say they wanted to hire a young female waitress to serve at their event. She got to be young, pretty, and experienced as a restaurant waitress. That time, Landy was chosen because she had all the above requirements. Landy's life was difficult. She once said that her mother was sick at home by herself. That's why she needed money for her mom to be cured. So Landy desired to work many jobs to earn more money. However, Landy became ill unexpectedly that day. When the manager called her, her voice was weak and tired. But hearing about the generous payment for that job, she quickly accepted and struggled to get up. I was worried, so I tried to dissuade her. I think you should rest and ask the manager to find someone else. You're in no condition to work. But Landy just <laughs> smiled and promised firmly. Don't worry, I'll finish it soon and come back. I really need that money for my mom. But strangely, after one night, I still didn't see Landy come back. If it was Tana, I could understand, but Landy had no reason to do so. Even though she was sick, she needed that money so much that she had to get out of bed. So Landy should have returned by then. I called Landy, but no one answered. I tried calling Tana to talk about Landy's situation, but she was also out of reach. Tana had not returned since that day. I started having a nasty feeling about it. I hurried to the office to question the manager because I couldn't think of anything else. It was tough to approach him with this question. May I ask, about Landy's clients, how long is their event? Has their work been done? Have you received the money? The manager looked at me with doubtful eyes. Work finished yesterday afternoon. Why do you ask? When I heard that, I assumed that something awful had occurred to both of them. I urged the manager to open his memo and look for the phone number that employed both of them so I could ask for further information. The manager immediately no. refused. Not a chance. This information is confidential. What are you playing at? Are you planning to directly contact customers to avoid paying me? Don't even dare. At this point, I have to confess that Landy and Tana didn't return home after work. I clasped my hands imploringly. 
Please, just let me know where these two girls are. I need to find them. It's likely they've been kidnapped and are in danger. If Landy and Tana go missing, won't you guys also lose a large amount of money? He gradually mm -hmm. agreed with what I said. Then, we were shocked to find that the phone numbers used to recruit Tana and Landy were one. There is something wrong here. Before I left, the manager forced me to accept a deal. You must find those two in secret by yourself. Do not alert the police, otherwise you will all be sent home immediately. Got it? In that urgent situation, I had to accept it and go. I opted to look for Landy first because she was in such poor health. I borrowed a car from the manager and drove around looking for the clients who had hired Landy. But when I asked the locals, they indicated there hadn't been any events there in a long time. I dialed the number found at the manager's office while driving. The bell rang, but no one answered. I kept trying to call. When I got to a little alley, a car traveling in the opposite direction hit my car hard. I immediately rushed out to check. The car was dented and badly damaged. Damn it! The manager, he will kill me! I rushed to the other car to make the owner pay for the repair. I knocked on his door, but he refused to open it. I could hear his cell phone ringing loudly from outside, but he didn't answer it nor reply to me. It enraged me, so I yelled at him and kicked his car. He then rolled down his car window and leaned out, shouting, Shut the hell up! However, he still stayed in the car and refused to get out. His phone kept ringing, and my phone was also still calling. He grimaced, picked up the phone, and turned it off. Unexpectedly, as soon as he turned off the phone, the call signal on my phone also stopped. I was astonished and called again, and his phone rang again. Perhaps he was related to the disappearances of Landy and Tana. I took a closer look at him, and to my horror, I noticed a blood spot on his collar. The stain gave me the impression that Landy and Tana were in serious danger. Perhaps he was a serial killer. I yelled so that people could grab him, but he got out of the car and ran away. He left so quickly that I couldn't even react. His activities were all too suspicious. He was also the owner of the phone number from which Landy and Tana were hired. He must be related to their disappearances. What occurred after that? Please wait and return in the next episode. You haven't forgotten about me, have you? I'm Brad, an illegal immigrant worker in the U.S. I'm back to continue telling you the second part of my story of rescuing two girls from the hands of a terrifying killer. In the previous episode, the disappearance of Tana and Landy gave me the creeps. I ran to the manager and begged him for information about the people who had hired those girls. They were the same person. He agreed to let me go find Landy and Tana, but with a warning that I was not allowed to alert the police to avoid exposing their human trafficking line. And a car accident on the road helped me to discover the suspect in this case. That driver was determined to stay in the car. His phone kept ringing incessantly and there were bloodstains on his shirt. Those clues led me to believe it was the kidnapper, or at least somehow related to the disappearance of my two friends. I followed him after he got out of the car and rushed away, but I wasn't quick enough. I lost track of him because he was too fast. However, while running, he dropped his keys. Could it be something important? 
I recalled the information the manager had given me and went to the address of the man who had hired Tana. It was a dark and dilapidated house. Standing in front of the house and the address, I tried to check each key, and to my surprise, the door opened. I was a bit chilled because the room was so messy and dark. On the wall, there were several violent and horrible images. This person was really shady. As my doubts and worries grew, I was afraid that it was this guy who harmed Tana and Landy. The lives of my two friends were at stake, but if the trafficking line was revealed, I would be sent home and all my hard work would be in vain. I stood there dumbfounded. In the end, I decided to call the police. In order not to be exposed, I had to lie that Landy and Tana were my sisters. They were kidnapped by a young man. I also provided his license plate number. They quickly arrested the guy and took him to the police station. When I heard that, I rushed there in hopes of finding my pals. He had changed into new clothes to hide the bloodstain. After being questioned, he admitted, It's true that I hired someone, but it was for an acquaintance. That's all. I didn't do anything to those girls. After a period of interrogation, the police didn't collect any evidence to charge him with kidnapping. They let him go. This infuriated me greatly. But there was nothing I could do, because if I said more, our identities would be exposed. When I saw him being released, my heart was filled with anger. Although the police concluded that there was no evidence that he was a kidnapper, with what I had witnessed, I did not believe it. After he left the police station, I secretly followed him to find out the truth. The car was badly damaged in the impact, so I left it at a nearby empty parking lot. The manager suddenly called me, asking about his car with a warning. Either you're back in two hours or you won't get any job for two months, clear? I had to lie that his car was fine and promised to return soon. It was so urgent, I needed to find Landy and Tana as quickly as possible. Following the trail of the suspect, I came to a mossy old house which seemed to have been abandoned for a long time. From my hiding place, uh -huh. I saw the suspect struggling to find the key. He seemed panicked, then quickly left. Perhaps he found out that he had dropped the keys. It's definitely where my two friends are kept. I approached the door and tried every key to open it after he left. The door finally opened. The entrance to the house was dimly lit and chilly. The living room was gloomy, and I was surprised to see Landy and Tana huddled together on the floor. They were still alive, but after days of being tortured, they were half dead. I instantly loosened the rope, but they were both so weak to run away with me. I had no choice but to call the cops. But the moment I hit the call button, the suspect appeared. He ran to me with a knife in his hand. I terrifiedly took a step back and dropped my phone on the floor. I didn't have any weapons to defend myself. While we were wrestling on the floor, I attempted but failed to take the knife from him. He stabbed me in the stomach, and I passed out. When I woke up, I was in the hospital, and I had been in a coma for two days. Landy and Tana were sitting right next to me. With so many wounds, they appeared to be exhausted. They claimed that as I was fighting the killer, Landy took my phone and called the police. He ran away after seeing that. It took the police nearly a day to find him trying to cross the state border, but they successfully captured him in the end. I lost a lot of blood due to the stab, but it wasn't severe and I was no longer in danger. That criminal was Fetty, a serial killer who found joy in kidnapping and murdering young women. The cops arrived just in time and discovered that he had held several other women captive for days in addition to the three of us. It was a horrific story, 
but the three of us miraculously survived. Everything was back to normal now, and I praised God for assisting my friends and me in defeating death. Fedi was sentenced to prison as a result of his crimes, but also after that, the human trafficking line was exposed. The manager and his accomplices were arrested. As for me, Landy, Tana, and all the people who illegally entered the line, we were deported back to our home country. In any case, it was the appropriate punishment we must receive for participating in that illegal organization. When I return to my country, my buddies and I will look for employment to support ourselves. We will never risk going abroad to work illegally again. What do you think about our story? Let us know your opinion as well as subscribe to the channel so you don't miss the future stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 